Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Whether man-made or not, countless locations in our world raise more questions than answers. From a crater that looks like it leads into the depths of hell to the town that sends its residents to sleep, there's no shortage of head-scratching places on Earth. So without further ado, let's check out some places that shouldn't exist on our planet, but somehow still do. Centralia, Pennsylvania was once a bustling town filled with residents thanks to the area's rich coal mining industry, but the coal that built the town would ultimately be the thing that brought it to its very knees. Believe it or not, today the ground beneath the now ghost town of Centralia is on fire. For those brave enough to visit, you can even catch smoke erupting up from the ground. But how did this happen? Well, if we jump back to May of 1962, it's recorded that the burning of the contents of a local landfill accidentally sparked a fire in the coal mines below. The mines began to burn and soon the blaze spread along the huge coal seams running through tunnels under the town. But back up a second there, 1962? And it's still burning today? That would mean it's been on fire for over 50 years. Well, it's true. As it turns out, the fire spread so far and became so intense that there was nothing the residents could do to put it out. As the years passed, the ground beneath the streets began to get hotter and hotter, even reaching 900 degrees Fahrenheit in some locations. By 1981, it was reported that even graves at the local cemetery had dropped into the fiery abyss and smoke had begun pouring out from large sinkholes developing across the town. In 1992, the government bought the city out, and it has since been officially abandoned, apart from seven remaining residents who refuse to leave to this day. Today, the fire still burns, and it's expected to continue burning for well over a hundred more years. On the edge of Black Rock Desert, Nevada lies an alien-looking structure that spews boiling hot water onto a bone-dry landscape. Here lays a gigantic, multicolored rock formation sticking straight into the sky like the tongue of the earth spring water out of the tip. But as unnatural as it may look, it's actually man-made. Man-made by accident, that is. This is the Fly Geyser, which began its life in the early 1900s after a well was drilled into the desert. Only the water that greeted the well diggers was scalding hot. It was a geothermal water source, one that was heated to about 200 degrees Fahrenheit by the heat of the Earth's extra spicy insides. 
This made it pretty unsuitable for things like irrigation or drinking, so workers decided to cap it off to prevent it from leaking hot water everywhere. But in 1964, water began erupting in multiple places after a second well was dug too close to the first. These eruptions started off as a series of small geysers, but today the largest of them measures almost six feet in height. The mesmerizing structure keeps growing thanks to the calcium carbonate mineral deposits in the water which solidify along the sides as the water shoots up. But minerals aren't just responsible for the fly geyser's height. The incredibly colorful orange, green, and yellow streaks are partially down to the mineral deposits too, though much of the color comes from algae attracted to the hot, wet conditions. If only all accidents looked that pretty. Moving on, here's a question. It's clear that we all live in a society, but how did our ancestors create a society? According to experts, first they invented farming, then they invented buildings and permanent settlements, and finally, religion and culture emerged. For centuries, this has been the secret recipe to the understanding of how early man evolved. That was until Gobekli Tepe was discovered and brought the entire timeline into question. A few miles from the city of Urfa, Turkey, the remains of this 12,000-year-old temple can be found. Many of the remaining pillars have intricate images carved into them, like lions, vultures, scorpions, and other unusual or fictional cryptozoological beasts. Anyway, experts believe that this was a place of worship and it predates Neolithic structures like Stonehenge by at least 6,000 years. But here's where it gets kind of impossible. It was built before any human farming took place in the region. How could these ancient people have gone from being hunter-gatherers to devoted worshippers without that critical step of forming settlements to farm their own food supply first? Wouldn't it have been impossible for a non-agricultural community to have the time and resources to devote to a project like this? These questions have escaped a definitive answer for over a decade. Theory suggests Gobekli Tepe is some kind of ceremonial memorial spot or possibly a spiritual site at which worthy hunters could overcome their fears of the beasts sharing their territory. Other theories come in an enormous variety, with some alternative thinkers theorizing that the site is evidence of civilizations emerging much earlier than the current consensus. But what do you think Gobekli Tepe means for our understanding of human history? Maybe aliens? Ancient astronauts? Who knows? When you see a mysterious ball of light in the sky, what's the first thing you think? Is it a plane? Is it a satellite? Maybe even our friends the aliens again? What about if you lived in rural Norway? Well, there they have a naturally occurring phenomenon called the Hestelin Lights. There have actually been hundreds of sightings over the years of these Hestelin Lights. According to a technical report, they started appearing in 1981 and manifest in several different shapes, formations, and even speeds. After much analysis and with so much footage to explore, researchers have concluded that the lights don't appear to be simply overhead planes or reflected car headlights. So what's causing them to appear? Well, scientists believe that they might be ion coulomb crystals, a type of cold matter that forms in temperatures of near absolute zero. This process is capable of kicking out a lot of colorful light, but that's not the disturbing part. Scientists exploring a location where sightings are common found an increased level of radiation coming from the rocks below. Radiation may be involved with the phenomena, presenting a potential danger to those attempting to observe the lights. If radiation might be what's at play, 
And I never thought I'd say this, but let's all hope that it's aliens after all. If you heard our episode about places you should never swim, you might be aware that you should never jump into Lake Karachi. If you did take the plunge, it might be one of the last things you ever do. That's because Lake Karachi in central Russia has served as a dumping ground for radioactive waste since the 1950s, with deadly effects. The pollution became so bad that the lake bed had to be covered with concrete blocks to prevent contaminated particles from infiltrating the underground water supply. But that was only after alarming numbers of local residents began reporting severe radiation sickness. The sheer amount of toxic waste floating about in Lake Karachi's waters and gathering at its shores makes it one of the most polluted places in the world. It even won a Guinness World Record for world's most contaminated lake. Probably not an award to be particularly proud of. But I think we need a little more perspective here as to just how dangerous Lake Karachi is. The radioactive meltdown at Chernobyl, which is one of the worst nuclear disasters of all time, emitted between 50 million and 185 million curies of radioactive waste. In comparison, Lake Karachi has accumulated approximately 120 million curies worth of radioactivity, which ain't no small sum. Some parts of it are so radioactive that you would receive a lethal dose of radiation from just 30 minutes of exposure. So, unless agonizing death is your idea of a great Friday night, this lake is not worth taking a dip in. I have a better idea of entertainment. Have you ever tried to draw a picture with your eyes closed? It's pretty hard to get something right without having any kind of wider perspective, but this wasn't something that bothered the creators of the Nazca lines. That's Nazca, not NASCAR, before all the petrol heads get the wrong idea. These giant geothermic shapes called geoglyphs were etched four to six inches deep into the deserts of Peru around 2,500 years ago. From above, they look fascinating. Some of these geoglyphs measure up to 1,200 feet long, with many of the features perfectly aligned. So how were they able to create such huge images with lines so perfectly straight without the technology to look down at their work? They couldn't fly and they certainly didn't have satellites, so how were they able to draw them that well? It's a mystery that has evaded a concrete answer so thoroughly that in the 1970s, some alternative thinkers even proposed that aliens were responsible for the markings. The likelihood is, however, that these were forms of worship to the gods of the heavens above, often interpreted as a call for rain in the arid lands. They may have used reference carvings and sticks joined with string to mark out their etchings to the gods on such large scales. That doesn't make it any less impressive, of course, but to humor the UFO community, even if they were aliens in origin, why would little green men fly all the way to Earth just to draw pictures of things like monkeys and birds in a desert? If that were the case, what do you think they'd be trying to communicate to us? And you should probably prepare for this next one to sound more like fiction than science, but according to NASA, humans have accidentally created a cosmic shield around the Earth using radio technology. But before you go reaching for the tinfoil hats and start torching 5G towers, let's break this amazing discovery down a little. NASA believes that very low-frequency radio waves, or VLFs, have created a bubble of protection around the Earth, protecting us from some radioactive particles floating around in space. VLFs appear to exert a force on these particles, diverting them further away from the Earth itself, contributing to a protective bubble for us down below. 
While you may not have heard of VLFs before, they're used regularly in specific types of radio communications. That's because thanks to their ultra-low frequencies, they have the unique ability to penetrate deep into the oceans, helping vehicles like submarines communicate with dry land. As a side effect, they're also powerful enough to travel far out into the space environment surrounding Earth and exert their effects, which results in the happy accident of protecting humanity. It certainly beats the usual type of unexpected surprise that comes from space, like apocalyptic asteroids and aliens with an unrelenting passion for probing. Oh no! Now imagine you're a kid trying to think of the scariest thing ever to scare your friends. And you invent a mud volcano? Surprise, it exists. While it sounds like something you might find in the bathroom of a Taco Bell, the reality is even more severe. The Sidorjo mud volcano erupted from the ground in East Java back in 2006 and continues to erupt even now. Unlike normal volcanoes, mud volcanoes don't spew out molten hot lava, but usually a much colder mixture of gas, water, and solids. Usually mud volcanoes grow slowly, but at its peak, this never-ending stream of dirt spewed out over 6 million cubic feet of mud every day. So in just 24 hours, it spewed out enough to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool 72 times over. Over the years, these mud flows have displaced more than 40,000 people, caused nearly $3 billion in damage, and consumed nearby buildings in layers of mud. But what caused such a violent eruption? Well, no one's entirely sure, though most fingers currently point to oil and gas company P.T. Lapendo Brantas. The organization had been in the middle of a gas drilling project about 650 feet away from the eruption, which is believed to have ruptured underground gas reserves kick-starting the volcano. Others, meanwhile, believe it was caused by a buildup of pressure from an earthquake that happened several days prior. Either way, can you imagine losing everything you own to wet, sloppy, stinking mud? almost makes hurricane season seem like a pleasant summer's day. Here we go again, every day with these freaking spiders. Almost every episode. Someday I'm just gonna burn all of them. <coughs> Arachnophobes, cover your eyes and ears now because I'm about to pour out a serious serving of eight-legged nightmare fuel. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In 2010, floods devastated Pakistan, but humans weren't the only ones forced to relocate. Millions of spiders were forced to leave their low-lying webs and climb into the trees. These arachnids were just trying to survive like everyone else, but in looking for shelter, they ended up cocooning the trees in thick yet weirdly spectacular webs. While spiders were pointed out as the main culprit for the peculiar webs, many other insects like moth larvae are also believed to have contributed. But Pakistan is not the only place where this cocoon conundrum has been observed. Australia, the land where just about everything can kill you, also saw a similar reaction from their nation's creepy crawlies during the 2012 floods in Wagga Wagga. While it might look like netting for protecting crops, all their fields were blanketed by dense spider webs. <laughs> These spiders from the Linophidae family are known for releasing strands of the web into the wind to help them glide away when they're in danger or need to relocate. This means standing in that web-covered field could soon see you coated in an army of flying spiders seeking refuge. I'll stick to the mud volcano, thanks. Ever heard a rock sing? Unlike most stones, the boulders and pebbles of Upper Eddy, Pennsylvania are musical in nature. When struck with a hammer, some of the rocks found in the area's seven-acre boulder field will ring out with a clear bell-like tone. Just take a listen. Pretty weird, right? It created so much intrigue that in 1965, a group of scientists cracked open several of them to figure out what made them tick, or more accurately, ring. They discovered that all of the rocks were capable of the ringing noise, but some rang out at tones so low they couldn't be picked up by human hearing. Some theorize that the bell-like properties come from the unique processes of freezing and thawing that form the rocks, but the specifics remain shrouded in mystery. Still, thanks to the various tones and frequencies each of the rocks produces, it means you can create a musical tune out of them. Although there's no solid explanation as to how these sonorous stones ring the way they do, they certainly bring a new meaning to the phrase rock concert. Talking about rock concerts, let's talk about Stairway to Heaven. Not the one you're probably thinking of, though. Here's a question for you. How do you farm food when you live on the side of a mountain? Well, there are the rice terraces of China's Yanyang County, home to a type of farming brought to the area around 2,500 years ago by the Hani people. Often described as the stairway to heaven, the cut of the terraces reaches around 6,500 feet above sea level. It's an ingenious solution that transformed the mountain's rugged terrain into fertile land, all by carving out individual rice paddies in layers. Once the rice is planted, these terraces are then flooded to start the rice growing process. As the rice matures, farmers will lower the level of water by releasing it to terraces below. When it's time for the rice to be harvested, farmers will drain a terrace completely by removing parts of the barriers, letting water flow from the higher terrace to a lower one. If you ask me, that just sounds like a recipe for the ultimate water slide. Whee! 
Now, I'm still scared of strange diseases being passed around, but this next one won't even let you go to sleep. For several years, the residents of Kalachi, a village in Kazakhstan, were plagued by a terrifying and mysterious disease. Kalachi's residents would suddenly fall asleep and remain unconscious for days. Starting in 2012, residents began exhibiting this unusual illness, with many also reporting severe hallucinations and memory loss. Over several months, hundreds fell victim to this impossible plague, and even a local cat began suffering from the sleeping sickness. The phenomenon became such a problem that the police and local government authorities were forced to investigate. Was it a new form of drug? Had the water been poisoned? Perhaps it was some kind of bioweapon. With test after test of the area coming back negative, including radioactivity tests, scientists racked their brains for an explanation before stumbling upon a significant lead. Blood tests from those suffering from the sickness revealed higher than normal concentrations of carbon monoxide, which was hindering the delivery of oxygen to vital organs like the brain. That's when the government began pointing its finger at a nearby abandoned uranium mine, which was supposedly leaking out high levels of carbon monoxide and poisoning the town. While many accepted the explanation, scientists were quick to point out holes in the theory. The mines had been inactive since the early 90s, and carbon monoxide is usually the product of combustion. More importantly, why was the sleeping sickness only affecting people now, two decades after the closure of the mine? With this vital question left mostly unanswered, this village's sleeping sickness remains something of an anomaly. Maybe if we sleep on it, we'll figure something out. Volcanoes are still the coolest, especially this next one in Java, Indonesia. By day, the top of the Kawa Ijen volcano looks like any other active volcano crater. But by night, something incredible happens. The mountain comes alive with blue flames, which are usually found at the summit 9,200 feet above sea level. Although it looks like blue lava is erupting from the peak, what's really going on is equally incredible. This enigmatic flame appears because the Kawa Ijen volcano has huge reserves of sulfur in gas, liquid, and solid form. As pockets of gas escape from cracks and vents in the volcano's sides, they come into contact with oxygen in the atmosphere and are set alight by the volcano's heat. Unlike most fuels, sulfur burns blue and at a low temperature, creating these incredible sights that burn constantly, but are only visible in darkness. Humans, as you might expect, have found a way to use this to their advantage. Sulfur deposits solidify into a yellowish-looking rock, a material that is relatively easy to gather, assuming you don't mind the toxic gas. So that they're not always working in the harsh sunlight, some miners will work by the eerie blue glow created by the fires at night. But those toxic gases I mentioned, which can emerge from the volcano's vents at hotter than 1100 degrees Fahrenheit, make it one of the most hazardous mining operations in the world. Going to Reno isn't the only reason to visit Nevada. Would you go if you knew that gravity there works the wrong way? There's one huge tourist attraction in Nevada that holds some damn unusual properties of its own. The Hoover Dam was built to help control and harness the power of the Colorado River and reached a colossal 726 feet in height. That's more than double the height of the Statue of Liberty. But thanks to the unique construction of the canyon, it has a few incredibly cool side effects. 
The funnel structure of the dam directs wind into a strong updraft that's powerful enough to blow the water upwards, making it look like liquids are defying gravity. Quite a few people have recorded themselves testing out this incredible phenomenon with bottles of water and experiencing a fair bit of splashback in the process. When you hear the name Glass Beach, you might think it comes from the waters being so still and calm that the ocean looks like glass. But on the coast of Fort Bragg, California, it's a bit more literal than that because the entire shoreline is made up of broken sea glass. With that in mind, you might want to put your shoes on before you go running into these waves. But how did something so wonderfully weird wash up in thousands of tiny pieces onto the shore? Well, the truth is a little less magical than this place looks. The residents of Fort Bragg used to engage in sea dumping, throwing away everything from their old kitchen appliances to glass bottles and even old cars into the coastal waves. Years in the surf have broken up many of the shattered glass pieces, turning them into delightfully colored and smooth stones. But it's not the only beach of its kind. Russia's Usuri Bay has a similar history, having once been a dumping site for glass and other waste. However, the roll of the waves has done a stunning job of transforming all that rubbish into a glistening coastline of colors along the Vladivostok beaches. Now we just need to find a way to turn other kinds of dump sites into glimmering wonderlands. Now let me finally take you to the door to hell. <laughs> Looking out over the barren desert of Turkmenistan, the last thing you'd expect to see is a massive, gaping crater filled with fire. And yet, the fiery Devarza crater, also known as the Door to Hell, is a very real nightmare that looks like it's been punched straight into the calm desert scenery. Is this really a gateway into the molten hot pits of hell? Fortunately, it's not. It's only about 100 feet deep, but it does have an interesting backstory. Almost 50 years ago, back in 1971, it's believed that a Soviet drilling operation went horribly wrong and opened up the giant crater, measuring 225 feet wide. The Soviets were allegedly drilling for natural gas, a resource Turkmenistan is famous for, and the stream of gas being released from the newly formed pit presented serious issues. Terrified that a buildup of gas could poison the locals or even cause a huge explosion, they tried to burn it off. But what they weren't prepared for was the sheer amount of gas working its way through the ground and sustaining the burn long beyond expectations. With seemingly enormous gas reserves, the crater's expected burn time of a mere few weeks continues nearly four decades on. However, mysteriously, there are no official incident reports or records for the area dating back to the time the incident that sparked the phenomenon supposedly took place. So while those origins are widely accepted, there's no official story as to how this crater came to be. Maybe the devil really did come for a visit and just forgot to close the door behind him. It would explain a lot of the stuff happening lately. Has anyone got a 225 foot wide cork so we can just plug this hellhole and keep whatever the next disaster is at bay for a while? Hit me up. All right, that'll do it. I hope you're amazed by these incredible places that shouldn't exist, but damn well do. I'll see you the next time you want to be amazed.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.